Yo, what's going down, everybody? It's a brand new, fresh episode of Lord 20. Um, I feel like I just took a shower. It's so fresh. Yeah, I literally did just take a shower. So I took one not too long ago. Um, we did. This is take two of the intro. Uh, we had a good bit in the first one. Evidently, Beatty's asked me to do it again, so I'm just going to say, I like your hat. Thanks. And that's... That was the bit. No, this, uh, I just wanted to shout out Brandon Wesley for giving me this awesome uh, Wesley's Classic Cars hat uh, that was apparently his grandpa's. It's um, amazing. Yeah, I think so. I felt really bad because, like, he, um, which is super dope of him, but, like, I, he was wearing a really cool hat in a photo that he posted on his story, and I messaged yes. him and I was like, hey, let me cop one of those hats. It was Wesley Furniture. And he was like, I'll see if my grandpa left any more for you. And I thought he was joking. I was like, dude, I was just joking. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. But then he really did. It was really dope. He gave me two hats. That well, are and, but he's alive? I don't think. I don't know. But he said left for you. Was he, Were you in his will? I might be in his will. Hmm. I think he was. Yeah. Well, that's impressive. Um. Well, if you haven't seen season two yet of Hellier, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You got to watch it. If you're a fan of Somerset or maybe if you live in the town, those are not necessarily in that order yeah well if you haven't seen it yet you should definitely check it out we posted a twitter poll about who we should sacrifice to the goblins of hellier yeah and and thanks a lot guys i won by a pretty large margin by a um, landslide so next time we go to little lake i guess well, that's what we're doing that's because you're a piece of shit yeah, and they honestly won't, they won't rid of me the listeners have spoken yeah. and uh i can accept the election results can you i will challenge i will not concede okay well we really appreciate Evan here. I'm sorry. I was about to thank our listeners. Is that okay? No, I needed to say uh, well, something political. Okay. Well, you got that in. Um, thank you guys for listening to part one of the Faith Hulk. We've had a great response. Shout out, obviously, to Tammy Jones. Thanks for sharing our shit on social media and everybody else that has. I don't remember you, but I know a few more have. Thank you so much. Yeah, and, I really appreciate that. It yeah. uh, really keeps us going. Really keeps us going. Every week we're like, let's cancel the podcast. We're, right? we're done. We're done. And then we want to somebody maybe even jump up. You know, may mm, mm. we talked about it, but I don't think we. I thought we decided on like a different. We like, figured we might as well like a go hose, to like a hose on the on the exhaust. The call, yeah, something garage. Anyway, yeah. So thank you guys so much. It's really keeping us going. We appreciate it, and uh, we're gonna keep doing this shit. Is this a two part? Is it going to go to three parts? We can make it. Yes, actually, it will be three parts. Go have one, one final. Okay. It's like the new, it's the new trilogy. Mm. Um, this is the one that Disney owns. Oh, it's um, gone bad. So mm, not good. Ep- Honestly, this episode might not be great if we're going on that uh, basis. What, but it was good at one time. Uh, it will remind you of the good things just enough to make you really miss them. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, it's kind of something we have different going on this week. It is technically our first live studio audience. Uh, our jokes are banging. They're killing him. Yeah. He's you, having to. We'll, you'll hear the laugh track on the actual episode. Should we put a laugh track in this? <laughs> we'll just record us that laughing. Laugh and then, track, yeah. Oh, okay. That's. I'm going to take that video of, of like Bernie laughing and like maybe a few other things and just mash them together. Mash them? Yeah. 
to our own laugh, our own laugh track of our favorite people laughing at us. The only thing, oh, a lot of our heroes laugh yeah, so at we'll us. We'll find like all videos of our heroes laughing at us. Uh, oh, we'll get man. an Arnold Schwarzenegger laugh in there. I'm sure. I don't think you can call him that anymore. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, this week, uh, part two, we are looking at giants in uh, the Faith Hulk series. So they go all the way from ancient Nordic myth up to Appalachian history. Yep. Uh, I think I'm going to cover some of the classic stories. Pretty much of, all around the world. Yeah. We've got giants and we've got little people. I saw that. Yeah. There was that tweet the other day that was just like, I like how like every culture in the world has came up with a... Uh, legend that's just a three foot tall evil man yeah and it's like that's true i get they it literally all have and that's that's because that's what's scary small people are, they're scary they're scary and they have big trucks yes and truck nuts yes now i'll tell you this if i ever do fall into money i'm gonna get me a truck i'm gonna hang some nuts off the back whoops so what kind of nuts walnuts we're we talking almonds i'm thinking some... uh possibly chestnuts just for this time of year yeah Chestnuts roasting uh, on an open. Maybe a little truck. small truck nut fireplace right below it. Mm. That mm. is quaint. That is pretty. That feels That's good. a pretty picture. It feels good. Uh, what else could you hang from a truck that just makes more sense, though? Um, hmm. I don't know. You don't. Your actual nuts. Well, I feel like uh, you couldn't count on them being there. Someone would take them. Yeah. That's a delicacy. I can't think of. Yeah, I feel like there could be something better than. Why truck? Okay, so the nuts go on the back of the truck. Yeah, which is anatomically not well. Where no, your nuts I get it. Are. If you're not, if you don't get it, yeah. All right. First of all, stop trying to appropriate my culture. Okay. okay. Explain to me the truck, truck nuts. nuts are at the bottom of the truck, which would make the truck the shaft. Hmm. It's obvious. It's obvious. But we're gonna bust right into the history of giants. And I think you all know what a giant is. It's a big ass man's. Yeah, he's pretty big. Yeah, anywhere from like, let's see, the tall. What's the tallest actual person? Like eight foot something. Uh, the tallest actual person. You ever scroll <laughs> down on the Discover page of Snapchat? No. And you, you do that a lot, and I really wish you wouldn't anymore. Well, I think it makes you worse a person. Okay. Well, I watched a video today about the tallest man alive. His name evidently is. Uh, Sultan Kosin. He's living. Mm. Yeah, he's living. I said alive, but he is. What is this? Eight foot two point eight inches. But what's okay? What's the tallest man? Maybe I shouldn't say a lot. What uh tallest man ever? Tallest man ever. Yeah. And why does it have or, to be okay, a man? I'm sorry. I'm why does sorry. it have to be a man? It's Robert Waldo. It is a man. Wadlow. Oh, Robert Waldo. Close enough. What Robert Wadlow? He's the tallest man in medical history for whom there is irrefutable evidence. Don't fight me on this. You can't. It's irrefutable. Uh, oh, forgot to put my shit on silent again. Again. Hmm. Connor, quit calling. Yeah, you remember <laughs> last episode? Yeah, people call us when we record. But no, we uh, he, this guy was uh, 8 foot 11 inches. He makes my man Kosin look like a baby eight foot yeah. two inches eight foot two inches are you kidding tiny, me tiny man nine inches towers over top Jeez. of mr Coson. Um, um but then the suggested searches to the right are man model um and there's channing tatum look at that i've never heard of sean oprah have you he looks um, he looks really good yeah i want him to play a superhero 
Interesting. I don't know if he has acting chops. It doesn't matter anymore. I don't care. But um, Giants, yeah. I just want to tell you guys kind of where they come from. How well, my, they started. my question, sorry, to get back to this. I just want to say like where, so, okay, we know that there's been a man that's 8 foot 11. So how yes. tall do you have to be to be a giant? What Does is, he count as a giant? Like, is that the irrefutable proof that giants have existed for sure? Or um, is it just, no. Because do we, we don't, I think we should count that. Dude was fucking almost 9 no, foot tall. I'll be honest. There's nothing actually about the definition of giants that necessarily originally has to do with height. Okay. And I actually have well, some... Also, people were smaller back then. I don't people know were smaller. Anything. We may have been giants. Uh, like, if you've seen the first, um, first quote-unquote human that we have record of, Lucy. You've yeah, heard yeah, of Lucy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's like three foot tall. Yeah. Um, so, very small. But in folklore, giants are beings of, like, human... Appearance. This is coming straight from Wikipedia. Okay, but um, they are de- originally derived like the word giant comes from a derivative of the word gigantes in Greek mythology. Now, the word giant was first used in nineteen or sorry, twelve ninety seven. That's a long time ago. That's older than nineteen twenty seven. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. When I was writing these notes, I read that as nineteen twenty seven. This shakes everything. This changes yeah. everything. But uh, in Greek and Roman mythology, giants were not necessarily tall, but they were aggressive and had a great amount of strength. So they were just very beefy dudes. They're just or women, beefy mm, people. Yeah. Well. Basically, they just were scary. But uh, like I said, 1297, the first derivative of the word giant comes from gigantes of Greek and Roman mythology. And uh, they were known for this battle with the Olympian gods. And I tried to remember how to pronounce this word earlier. Gigantomachia? Mm, No. Here's what I'm going to say. It's not that I listened to her pronounce it earlier. We're going to hear it in our headphones, probably. My Hero Academia Wiki. Oh, no. <laughs> not good. Um, All right, here goes Ryan Googling again. Yeah. All Doing right, here shit. comes the word. It's in our ears. Are you ready? Yeah. Gigantomachia. 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 All right, All right, that was the battle between the giants and the Olympian gods in Greek and Roman mythology. The giants were known to be offspring of, uh, I think it's Gaia, is that how you pronounce it? Which is Earth. And uh, they're born from the blood that fell from when Uranus, the sky, uh, was castrated by Cronus. So so they cut his balls off. Yeah, Yeah, testicle blood. They cut his balls off, it falls to the Earth, and then giants are born. Pretty fucking Pretty metal. Uh, Yeah, that's metal. Is it metal? Okay. I'm gonna, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's metal. Yeah. Now, uh, giants also. Uh, we talked earlier about how they were scary, mean, but not always. Giants have sometimes and probably mostly been shown as like an evil or even sometimes like stupid, you know, malevolent force. Yeah, like kind of like Cyclopses in like Greek. Okay, yes. uh, so Homer's well, Odyssey or whatever. Honestly, Cyclops are typically giants, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, they're huge. typically giants. Um, but they just have one eye. Yeah, but they're always like kind of dumb. Uh, they're not club wielding. That's the archetype that they usually. Yeah, enjoy. they're not good. But in some more recent portrayals, like uh, Jonathan Swift, which Jonathan Swift wrote a book in 1776 or a novel. Um, which is Gulliver's Travels. 
and uh, he lands in the fictional land of, I, I don't know exactly how you say it, but it's like uh, Brobden Gang, Brobding Nog. Brobding and it's occupied by giants, and the giants are not evil mm-hmm. in Gulliver's Travels, if you have not read the book. Wasn't there a, um, I know you said like Norse mythology too, didn't they have like a whole, that sound, it's not Brob, Brobding Nog, but what is the, uh, there is, okay, so like with, with North mythology, there's like that tree, uh, Yggdrasil, which is all the like different worlds. And then one of them is occupied entirely by giants. Well, okay. Um, I did see some stuff about, so like if you get into all the different histories of giants, they break it down into like Armenian, Baltic, Bosque, Bulgarian, again, every Greek. Hulk culture just about. And I guess it's yep. not. Then you uh, get to Norse. Yeah. And, uh, they I had a lot to do with giants. Like the, uh, Everyone did, but at the same time, Norse mythology in general, giants were a huge role. Yeah, and, and I mean, in their mythology, um, according to their mythology, the entire world that we live on was created by the flesh of a cosmic giant. Okay. So, which I guess is technically everyone's religion in a way. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're all the same. Can we say it here on record? They're all the same? They're all pretty similar. They're all the same. Yeah. I subscribe. I think I'm going to go... Subscribe? Subscribe to the Norse mythology. You on the mail list? Norse religion. I'm on the mail list. When does it become mythology? When does a religion become mythology? Uh, mythology, according to Google, is a collection of myths, especially one belonging to a particular religious or cultural tradition. Well, this, so if okay, our this religion thing actually does technically say Jewish and Christian mythologies. So like I guess they're all mythology, just the idea of like they're It's almost like the, the lore. lore. Whoa. Hmm. Synchronicity? Is that what that is? I think that's what that is. Now there have been supposed uh, discoveries of giants Mm -hmm. in actual history. And uh, people have been searching for them for hundreds of years for the, what is called a race of giants. They are evidently a race. So um, careful what you say. But anyway, um, there have been supposed fossil evidences found of giants. Uh, Some of them were found in France. Some of them were found in Asia, but, they were supposedly between 10 and 15 feet in height. And the bones that were found uh, in France were supposedly sent to the Paris Academy. I'm for sorry, further. supposedly? It's not how you say that. It is now. It's not. We can change language. You can, but why would you when everyone else says it the right it's way? It's easier to say. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. I coughed. I don't know. I feel like you should mention the fact that they are their skulls were thirty two inches in circumference. Like, it's big. Uh, was it? That was it. Yeah, it's it's there. France, Montpellier. Yeah, Montpellier, Montpellier uh, France. Yeah, they were some big. Their big heads old boys. were huge. That's uh, their heads are the size of. Do you think they were smarter than us? Like my waist. Or... What? Uh, no. Well, like okay, they have a big brain. They might have a big brain, but is it smooth or is it wrinkled? Mm, that'd be a good question that that does matter right the more wrinkles is that still true or is that I have heard that I've heard that I don't know if I subscribe to it I guess that's why I like to call people smooth brains here's the thing I can disagree for no reason because I have no expertise I'm yeah I'm not a neurologist I'm not a neurologist so I suppose you're going to be getting into more of the Appalachian side of giants I'll focus on that I guess I would appreciate it if you had some focus or point to your no no um this is it's a good thing. It's going to go a little bit everywhere. Um, maybe get into like the New York Giants. Uh, maybe we'll talk about football well, for a little bit. When you uh, Google maybe we'll talk Giants, about fantasy. 
when you Google Giants, the football agenda is pushed. Oh, I know it hard. is pushed hard. Uh, Very and hard. Same, and baseball. Um, and baseball. Yeah. There's a lot of Giants themed sports. Um, there are. And I'm just gonna say, you need new mascots. We actually, mm. I would, I would pay. I, I, mean, I don't know why I would pay money. I don't why know would what you I would pay? Do. Whatever I could do to make it to where we redid all of the mascots in most sports, because mm. I think not because of any sort of. Not I don't think not, you'd some have of them to... are racist, but the point yeah. is, is that not because of that. Just because I'm tired of, I'm, there are better mascots than there there's are. so many Giants teams. Well, now think about yeah. today. If you made a mascot, what would it be? Uh. If just, See, just I've, been, imagine... so I've been dealing with this because I still want to talk about the Somerset's mascot that I want. I actually enjoy mm-hmm. um, I will not, say, oh, no. the, the town of Somerset, not yeah. Somerset. I, I know. I will I know. say that the Briar Jumpers is a cool mascot because it's different. It's really not. It's different. I went to Somerset for a year and in the lunchroom when I went there, there were just pictures of bunny rabbits sniffing flowers, butterflies. It's cute. It was not intimidating. It doesn't need to be. It does. It's the subtle beast. It's not a beast. Have you heard a rabbit scream? Uh, yeah, I believe that we did one night. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that we did, but that's mostly only when they're injured, right? Uh, they- yeah, that is when they're dying. That's actually the only time they ever make noise. But anyway. But anyway. <laughs> um, no, I don't know what mascot I would choose. It would be something cool. Um, shout out to some, like, I just like, I do like teams that have different mascots, like the Milwaukee Brewers. Imagine your, your mascot's literally just people who brew beer. That's dope. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would. Oh, dude, a Brewers would be. Well, yeah, Milwaukee. That's a pretty fucking cool. That's a mascot. good. No, that's a really good one. Um, um, I feel like. What What would ours be? Oh, I don't know. It'd be. Just imagine uh, Kentucky gets an NFL team for some reason. I, do, I want the Goblins. After all the stuff that oh we've been learning gosh. lately, dude, the Goblins would be a pretty dope mascot for Kentucky. Honestly, I agree. Yeah. It would be. And honestly, if we get an NFL team, I want to be the Kentucky Goblins. That would be sick. I, it would be. We could have some dope ass. Uh, scary looking. Our merch would be unreal. Yes, it would be. Our football stadium would be a giant saucer. Yes, we wouldn't use or footballs. just a giant cave. Oh. oh, the first underground stadium. Oh my! God. I'm into this. Wow. All right, we're going uh, places. City of or Lexington or Louisville. Actually, Louisville's the one that's more likely to ever get an NFL team. Call us. Louisville could do it. Yeah. They have. They have the Papa. The Papa. The Papa will. When has Papa Jones? Branch off here, and we'll get back to John's. When yeah. is the Papa John's Day of Reckoning coming? Well, it's hard to say. Would Papa John's be considered a giant if their entire like basis is just violent and aggressive? He scares me. He's violent he, and aggressive. He's very slick. You, you yeah. couldn't hold him down. He's, he's scary. Pizza grease. You think that's what that was in he his was, interview? Yes, he pizza was leaking pizza grease. Pizza grease. Pizza from grease. The, pizza grease from the forty pizzas that he's ate in the last thirty days. You think about? Uh, I've, and I've also had this the cocaine, fear. I've had this fear as a kid. You remember okay. when, when you're younger and anything can give you acne? Like, you touch your face, it's over. Yes. Anything. And yes. I me, mean, I'm so fair complected, it was just like, it happened mm-hmm. all the time. Can you imagine taking that Papa John's dipping garlic butter gar- oh. when you're like 14 and just pouring it on your face? Oh, God. I've also thought about uh, popcorn popping butter. Have you seen that? Yeah, the the grease, yeah, the oil you put? And, like, are you talking about Ooh. like, oh, you're talking about the ones you actually poured on it, not... Yes, like you pop it in a uh, skillet. Trust me, I have plenty of experience with that from my oh, time from at the, the movie theater. theater. Uh, one time, fun fact, real oh, quick story. Here we go. This is quick. This is quick. Yep. Uh, so I used to uh, clean, do the night cleaning crew with uh, me and Christian Atay. Shout out. Night cleaning crew. Shout out. Um, yep. 
And one night, it was our busiest day. It was Fast and Furious 6 just came out. And so it was already a disaster zone for Franchise all the people sucks. that love to go see anyway. Fast and Furious 6. Yep. And yep. Uh, just so happened, like, that same night, um, uh, one of the butter of the popcorns, like, they're in these boxes that have bags oh, inside of them. I remember this. It broke somehow. And so we went behind the counter after we'd been cleaning all night. And all of a sudden, there's just congealed butter all yeah. over the back. And we had to clean it. And yeah. like I said, it was congealed at that point, so you had to basically scrape it up. Yeah. You couldn't just, you know, mop it up. Pretty or high quality stuff, though. I mean, if you get right down to it. Yeah. If you have to scrape your butter. You, that's mm, when you know it's good. So, you know uh, you're onto something. We worked from about 1030 until 830 in the morning that night trying to get all that stuff done. We immediately went to uh, Bob Evans and hey, uh, lost uh, Bob Evans. Bob Evans is kind of a slap sometimes. Bob Evans is really good. Never go uh, there anymore. It's honestly like the, um, if Bob Evans was open, can you imagine if it had Waffle King hours? Oh, that would be, Ooh. it wouldn't be as nice as it is. I want an IHOP. Mm, I do I'm too. I'm going to say it. The perfect drunk I'm enjoying restaurant. all the um, uh, restaurants Somerset's getting lately, but yeah, an IHOP. And not the, and Waffle King's great. Yeah. Waffle King's but good. But when I lived in Richmond, dude, IHOP slapped so hard after, mm. after you've been to the bars for a little bit. You yeah, there, you get some crepes, you get some mm. eggs, and what'd you call coffee. them? I'm sorry, crepes, crepes, crepes. You're saying that weird. I don't I'm like saying it. it like the French do. Not good. So, giants, giants. in Appalachia. Yep, they're out there. There's a lot of them. Uh, that is something I learned while researching, which really? is always good when you go to research something and then there's a lot to deal with. I'd rather do that than have to like find do a lot of work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, to actually try to find stuff about it. No, I I totally get that. So, um, I'm going to try and go in chronological order. I probably won't. Everything's kind of a mess here, but we will start with the Giants the? of West Virginia. Okay. So, there were um, basically one of the first reports of Giants occurred in 1774 when Jack Parsons, that name sounds really familiar. Also, Parsons, synchronicity, Hellier. Oh my God, true. Wow. Wow, can you believe wow. it? It never stops. Uh, Jack Parsons was walking along the recently flooded Cheat River uh, when he noticed some bones protruding from the ground. Bones? The bones are their money. money. Yeah. He pulled a femur from the soil, and when he compared it to his own, it was seven inches longer. Um, mm. Don't. Which, don't you? Never compare. Don't ever never measure. compare your bones. Mm-mm, not good. Man, that made him feel real bad. I know it did. I wouldn't have done that. Uh, he then removed the rest of the bones and laid them out, estimating that it would have stood about eight feet tall. Other settlers also found gigantic skeletons in the area, which was soon dubbed Giant Town. Oh, okay. What a good name. Yep. Really, they just they were matter of fact back then. You know what I mean? They didn't they didn't fuck around. It's this they is didn't... now we found a giant. This is now Giant Town. Yep. Now, as we said earlier, people were smaller. So think about 1700s, especially. Like I know, like we've always heard, like Ben Franklin is like five foot two or whatever and like all these yeah kind of pathetic why uh, would anyone follow him i can't believe that these are our founding fathers and they're a bunch of little midgets yeah that was rude founding short fathers more like (laughs) it not your father's founders yike yike all right so um and uh it was dub giant town then in 1838 amateurs excavated uh the grave creek mound in present-day moundsville west virginia they were said to have found Giant human skeletons inside that were as long as eight feet, which again, uh, knowing that like the largest man ever was eight foot 11 makes yeah. it seem not as impressive, but still 
back then, then it was. Yeah. And also, well, I mean, that dude, what was it, 19, when was Robert Wadlow? We don't have to look it back up. Yeah. But he, uh, they had a photograph of him. So he was At least old. in the last century. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that wasn't normal for back then. And that wasn't really normal for any time before that. Um, right. It's still not normal today. Like, I mean, you don't, even though they exist, yeah. they, they're not, you know. No, I mean, people notice you if you're super tall. I mean, you have to be noticed. Our, our tallest friend, uh, Pat Ford, um, he people ask him how the weather is up there all the time. He has to hate that. I would hate he that. He does. There's what's, actually, what's worse, being really tall or really short? I'm not sure. I'm going to go with I'm pretty really short, short. And I like to be, well, thanks a lot. Well... I'm not. I don't consider myself. But a you're man. not on the outskirts of norm of the norm. No, I'm yeah. about. I would have been actually a little bit taller than most of our founding fathers. So that's that's nice. That makes me feel good. Yeah. If we if we were alive back then, they would uh, definitely they respect us. Yeah. They'd have to. So, um, yeah, Moundsville, West Virginia. They had the the big old skeletons. Then the 1850s, a uh, root cellar was being dug in Palatine, West Virginia. Um, there, the workers discovered two very large human skeletons said to have been more than seven feet tall. A number of people saw the skeletons, but uh, the bones were sadly stolen recently after that. Oh, uh, come they were on. Soon, assumed to be sold on the lucrative market of Indian relics, which existed at the time. It was a big thing back then. The black market. Uh, we, you know, eradicated their species, or not species. Yikes. We eradicated their, uh, you know, culture and everything, and then we made a market of their. Relics. We do that. Capitalism. Yeah, we do that. So, in 1857, the Western Literary Messenger reported that the skeleton of a giant had been found, stating, A day or two since some workmen engaged in subsoiling the grounds of Sheriff Wickham at his vineyard in East Wheeling came across a human skeleton. Although much decayed, there was little difficulty in identifying it. By placing the bones, which could not have, been, could not have belonged other than the human body, in their original position. The impression made from the skeleton itself was measured by the sheriff and a brother in the craft locale, both of whom were prepared to swear that it was 10 feet, 9 inches in length, and its jaws and teeth were almost as large as those of a horse. Hmm. The bones are to be seen at the sheriff's office. And there's a picture, which, uh, you know, we'll try and post some of these pictures. I want to see it right now if I can. Um, Again, I imagine the dude standing next to it. Yeah. Maybe 4'9". Oh, wow. But that's still a, impressive. Honestly, that's a uh, that's a that's a big guy. I don't know what the I want to know more actually about this little skeleton that they have standing next to it. <laughs> Do um, he has no arms or legs? I think. Yeah, <laughs> this is no arms or legs. This is how he led a nation. Sad. Yeah. Um. Eighteen seventy-five. The next next sighting. This is all in West Virginia. Again, this is just West Virginia, and we have what's wrong with that place? Uh, a lot. There's a lot of tall people there. No. No. There's a lot of dead tall people. Okay, well, that just shows that they have a pretty strong prejudice. True. That we wiped out all the tall people, I think. I yeah. think... Fair enough. We're going to blame this We're gonna blame this one, and we're going to bring this back on Christopher Columbus. Well, here we go. So, we did talk about Christopher Columbus. Side note, now... Yeah, this is a quick side note. So, uh, Christopher Columbus, we did shame him last week. He is a filthy, Rightfully. horrible man. But... You know, we get we caught some slack from some of our viewers. They were like, "Hey, you know what, Christopher Columbus, that's my boy." And we were like, "Well, you're probably a piece of shit." But then we learned that 
the reason they like Christopher Columbus, this is some of our buddies, which one happens to be here right now in the studio audience, is uh, they just made like a drinking holiday out of it. Shout and out Connor Cowan. Shout out Chase Rutledge. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out the uh, Crut and Bone Smoker, also known as Connor. Uh, but yeah, they made a drinking game out of, or drinking day out of Columbus Chris, Day. Columbus which, Day. Uh, we'll go ahead. You're well, here. Yeah. What did you do? Yeah. Um, what? You, they're not going to be able to hear you. But we'll, I mean, we'll, if you we'll get up there, you can. You could. You, you could get close. Three, Three or four or, bottles of tequila. The um, way that Christopher Columbus probably felt when he was like raping and killing, pillaging, pillaging yeah. stealing. Christopher Columbus did meth. Uh, yeah. We'll see. He it. cooked meth on the we'll say his it. boat called uh, the Nina. Nope. The nope, nope, nope. Santa Maria. Nope. Mm. You're thinking of the Pilgrims. Does okay, what no baby? Am I wrong? Yes, you're wrong, dude. Christopher Columbus boat, God, the, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. You dumbass. I do feel like a piece of shit now. I His, thought that was so. Wait. Hold on. Shut up. Hold His on. flagship, the Santa Maria. I am a dumbass. You are. I'll now so it. I'll stupid. Tell it to everybody. Jeez. Okay. Move back to Giants. I guess I can't. I can't. Christopher Columbus. I don't care about it, but no, at least no, know no about longer. it. This is a Christopher Columbus podcast. All right. Fine. That's the one. That's our bit. Yep. Um, so back to 1875, uh, workers were constructing a bridge near the mouth of Pawpaw Creek, named mm. after my Pawpaw, uh, uh, at Rivesville. I hate when people call their grandparents Pawpaw. <laughs> that we're probably going to offend a lot of people because probably a lot of people around here call their grandpa Pawpaw. Pawpaw. Pathetic. Pawpaw. Stop that. So, uh, it was at Pawpaw Creek at Rivesville. They uncovered three giant skeletons with strands of reddish hair clinging to their skulls. A local doctor was called in to examine the remains, who determined that they were definitely human and okay. estimated the skeletons to be approximately eight feet tall. Wow. Afterward, with exposure to the air, the bones deteriorated rapidly, which is weird. Mm, suspicious, sus. to say the least. It's sus. It's sus. And then in 1882, amateur archaeologist F.N. Fetty and his wife were exploring an unusual rock formation along White Day Creek in Marion County when they found what appeared to be a shelter. On closer examination, they discovered that a false wall had been erected. And mm. after removing several large stones, they found a very large ancient mummy sitting in a chair. The giant was surrounded by stone and flint artifacts. I think that's dope. That's weird. I mean, it's cool, but they could, should have just left him alone. I mean, they should have, but why? I, I just need... I, there's so many questions I have about, like, what What was he? Was he a king? Was this, like, a pyramid-type... Uh, burial where I'm gonna they say him no. His, his favorite chair. There was no one else around. I'm gonna Popple's say no. chair. Nope. Stop that. In the summer of 1883, then uh, James A. Faulkner, an unusually large human skeleton in the same area. Um, doctor was called in, seven foot four inches long, and deduced it that it belonged to a person who was almost eight feet tall. Hmm. Um, wait, that doesn't make any sense. So they found a <laughs> skeleton that was measured. I'm gonna go ahead and say he shrunk. When he died. I mean, I guess, no, because you round down, so that's not really almost eight feet tall. Really but, disappointing there. Well, I'm just saying his bones um, probably dried up and got smaller. Yes. Mm -hmm. I guess, uh, maybe like, maybe it was like when he was, because you, you do get smaller just, hey, as you age. Just do me a favor. Yeah. Don't try and change history. Okay. That is the majority of what I try to do on this yeah, podcast. No, no, no. Um. Then I'm going to skip after this one because this is the last cool one, I think, okay. um, for just West Virginia. There's a lot more. Wow. I, I literally, one so state. Much. This is just one state. In June 1930, the Clarksburg Sunday Exponent reported 
interesting and valuable evidence of a race of gigantic people who inhabited this section of West Virginia more than 1,000 years ago have been exhumed from two newly explored mounds located near Morgansville. Um, the particular tribe or race which inhabited this section of the state is believed to have been composed of individuals ranging from 7 to 9 feet in height, and it's thought that they were Suwu... Su- I can't pronounce that. It is S-I-O-U-A-N. So, like, I guess Suin... Because they're Sioux Indians. Say that again. S-I-O-U-A-N. So I know there's S-I-O-U-X, which is Sioux. So I'm assuming that you pronounce it Suin. Suan. Okay, well, Indians. we'll just go with that. Um, yeah. Suan. Suan. Yeah, Suan. Suan. Yeah, like the something you would do after someone hits you with their car. True. Mm-hmm. We be Suan. Yep. The best preserved skeleton found at Morgansville was in a clay encasement, and all the vertebrae and other bones, excepting the skull, were saved without much crumbling. Uh, careful measurement of the skeleton proved that the Indians were about seven foot six inches tall. That's, I mean, honestly, like that is impressive. That would be, that would have been interesting it's, to like come upon this culture of people and especially knowing how small like white people were back then. Yeah. And all of a sudden that, that's why we killed them all. Yeah. <laughs> we really, it was a size thing. Yeah, it was, it always is. That's the majority of history is actually just, uh, size issues. Is um, it Napoleon? Actually, remember he wasn't that small. That's another fun fact. He's not that small. No, Napoleon was. I heard he was really short. Actually, kind of tall. See, that's the that's the. Um, he's five seven. He's five seven, but for that time period, that's he's actually pretty not, big. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't. I mean, five seven. I'm five seven. I'm short, but I'm not like him. Everyone acted like that was like his defining. I mean, the average height, you know, just off the top of my head. You know what I'm off saying? Off the top of your Google. Off the top of my head, I mean, I'm six foot. Evidently, back in the 1800s, I'd have been. You're six foot. I'm six foot I'll exactly. Five eleven. Why would you do that? Because I think you're a liar. Well, I'm not. But my height, I, I was trying to do this height calculator. Doesn't matter. Anyway, he yeah. was he was relatively normal height. Not a giant. That's what I'm saying. Is that he was relatively normal height. Everyone mm-hmm. acted like his divining. Uh, thing was that he was short yeah so i was growing up always imagined like some sort of four foot five dude that was like i did too riding a horse and commanded an army and i was like that's kind of funny like a little danny devito dude yeah that would be funny commanding an army but he's really not that small and it's kind of disappointing probably not as funny uh short kings lose this round yeah um so that's pretty much what i have and honestly that's I'm going to pretty much cut it off there. So that's, um, there's plenty of other, I literally, that's what I'm saying is this is, uh, as far as just me going through just the different, uh, excavations that they found throughout Appalachia, I just, I'm going to move on to like specific, uh, lore. Okay. I got you. Um, but you can look it up yourself. There are an insane amount of, uh, evidence of very large people existing, Mm -hmm. um, bones that were found or whatever throughout pretty much any state in Appalachia. Yeah, and I'm not saying that there's not, um, I, because this is an Appalachian-based podcast. I haven't necessarily done research on like there are that many big people in like Arizona, um, or whatever. Who cares? Exactly. We're who cares not about an Arizona, Arizona podcast. Who cares about Arizona? Honestly, probably one of the worst states. If I had to rank it, <laughs> you think so? I yeah, it would be up there. Hmm. Um, uh, along with most of the like straight up northeastern states, some hmm. of them. That's a very hot take. That's I'm, a very, I've got very hot, hot I've got plenty of hot takes. Uh, um, you need to slow down on the hot takes. Sorry if you're from any of those places, but I'm also not. Mm, yeah, I'm not. Uh, probably not your friend if you're from Arizona. 
Jesus. We don't know anyone in Arizona, so you're not our friend, technically. Yeah. But if we knew you, you would definitely be our friend. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have anything That's against true. a person from Arizona, but right now, not friends. And what's your next state? Um, I'm not, what, my next state? Are you moving on to different states? I see. That's what I'm your bit. Do. I don't want to do. I don't want to do. No, I have other. I have other like specific lore. So we've got one from North Carolina, um, and then uh, the Moon Eyed people. Different things. So we'll get uh, there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, I want to hear the Moon Eyed people. You want me to go to Moon Eyed people first? Yeah. All right. Um. So, the Moon Eyed people. <laughs> okay, we're there. Um. They are right. Anyway, well, I, I wanted to finish my, I didn't get to finish my thought a second ago. All uh, right. It's just that Google it sometime. Just Google giants in the Appalachian uh, countryside, whatever you want. Okay. And you will find countless uh, excavations of large people. Yeah. So uh, going back to Folk and everything, mm-hmm. these are, um, so Folk is like a whole, as we've discussed in the first one, I'm pretty sure. I hope so. I don't remember any of the first one, going to be honest. I don't either. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, a few beers. Um, so, but I'm sure we discussed that, like, basically, Folk have their own, like, kingdom, and they have their own, like, hierarchy, yes. and they have their own, like, everything that, yeah. We didn't uh, discuss they basically that, but... Exist. Yeah, yeah, we didn't really discuss it. I don't think so. Well, that's actually... Well, it'll be mostly in part three that we discuss that, because that's when we're going to link in... Um, don't say it. Alert. Don't say it. You don't want me to spoil no, it? No, just wait. All right. We're going to link in stuff together, so we're going to get way more into that specifically. We're just trying to, right now, talk about the just where there are evidence of these weird things in Appalachia. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we'll discuss why that's weird and how neat they are and their how hierarchy and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, which, again, if you watch Hellier at all, you'll learn a lot of this there. Bizarre. Um, not that we're copying off of them. We're not. We might. We might be. A little bit. We're involved in all this, so. We are. Um. Greg Newkirk liked our. Uh, <laughs> I knew this was coming at some it. point. Yeah. The creator of Hellier liked our poll on Twitter. Um, shout out, Greg. We, we knew he would. Shout out, Greg. So uh, I should have done something that's more retweetable. He retweets a lot. Um, oh, yeah, you should. Also, real quick uh, side note the uh, Hellier Reddit, as we have discussed recently, mm. has had some very interesting discussions about Somerset. Yeah. I don't want to get into them either because they would be spoiler territory. Spoiler territory. You've forgotten but how to talk. I'm getting there. I'm getting to that point in time. Actually, my mouth's drying up. That's probably not a good thing. Pretty I guess sad. I need to drink more. Yeah, more. I would definitely yeah, do that. You have my one of my favorite koozies on that beer. Just I don't want you, I just want you to know. Um it takes it's great it's a great honor bestowed upon you. I had to drive it's okay. I've five seen five hours koozies. to get that. I've seen better koozies. Uh that's a cool one. If if Spillman's listening to this, it's it's my Bryson City's outdoors. Bryson City Outdoors. It's not cool until I've been there. Well, maybe someday. Yeah, one day. So, the Moon-Eyed people. Mm -hmm. They are a race of people from Cherokee tradition, which obviously Cherokee exists around the Kentucky area a whole lot. Right. see all that stuff. Um, They're said to have lived in Appalachia until the Cherokee expelled them. They are mentioned in a 1797 book by Benjamin Smith Barton, who explains that they are called Moon-Eyed because they saw poorly during the day. Uh, later, uh, variants added additional details such as having, uh, claiming that people had white skin, um, (laughs) weird, uh, that they created the area's pre-Columbian ruins and that they went West after their defeat. Uh, and that also that they were very large people. So that is just the, um, 
uh, gist of it. But basically, yeah, it was in his. Uh, mm, uh, please don't leave me hanging. I, I really don't want to edit anything out of this. <coughs> Jeez. I'm going to make you edit that out. I'm sorry about that, people. No, you're editing it out. I'm not like editing said, it oh, out. Wow. Lazy. In his 1902 Myths of the Cherokee, ethnographer James Mooney described a dim but persistent tradition of an ancient people who preceded the Cherokee in Lower Appalachia and were driven out by them. Um, But the earliest record, of course, was the Benjamin Smith Barton thing. Of Um, course. uh, Quote, the Cherokee, he spelled it very weird. He spelled Cherokee um, C-H-E-E-R-A-K-E. Pronounce that. Cherokee. 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 Um, they called them wretches and they expelled them. Um, oh, they wow. basically acted like they were albino giants. Very bad. Uh, which is interesting. Not good um, at all. And then, um, in John Haywood, he wrote a um, book called The Natural and Aboriginal History of Tennessee of a white people who were extirpated in part and in part were driven from Kentucky and probably also from West Tennessee, attributing this to Indian tradition. Uh, although, although later he mentioned that the white people on the Little Tennessee River and described the fortifications left by the French that were surrounded by hose axes, guns, and other metallic utensils, adding that the Cherokee found no Aboriginals when they arrived. Um, so they might have just saw Killed some them. French people, and I don't know. But regardless, they also, they just, they acted like they were very large people. And so that's interesting. And they, they couldn't see during the day. Now you're not allowed to body so, shame people these days. No, you're not. No. So all this large you, people do you talk. want to? Oh yeah, mm, no, we can't. Pretty rough. What, what's the appropriate term? Um, baddies. <laughs> Maybe. Jesus. Just call them what you got to, you know what I'm saying? Call them whatever hurts them the most. <laughs> I'm that sorry. one hurt me. <laughs> I'm really that sorry. was pretty rough. I would, uh, I'm I would gonna never be honest. Use, that's the one that gets you canceled. I wouldn't use that word in real life. I felt like I was the one that was the edgy <laughs> one on this podcast, but you have already. Oh, you just used it in real life. I said is the this F not word. real life? Is this not real life? No, the podcast is a satirical universe that we control. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forget about that. Everything um, about it is under my control, under my thumb. So just keep that in mind. It's not because you don't edit anything. And you're going to leave this. If you if well, you leave my burp in there, you're going to leave this in there. Yeah, I guess I so. So you're getting canceled. Um, I'm, oh. I'm sending it to your boss who will totally care. <sighs> yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> so um, that's basically it. And then this is going to go to this is also Cherokee. So it's still the same. Yeah. So you got the Moon Up people. They already have. So Cherokee. So let's go back. So the Cherokee let's and go. also other uh, Native American cultures have. Um, back to the last episode, several traditions about fairy type people or little men um, or pygmies that they've, mm-hmm. whenever the white people showed up, they were like, hey, watch out for those men of the forest and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Watch out for them. You got to watch out for them. I they don't were, think, I feel like pygmy, if you were to call someone. A, a, mm, I, now, I don't think. Because like we know pygmies are real. Like We know they're real. There were actually very, very small races of people honestly, that were though, tribes and stuff like that. They're like three foot tall, which is and smaller. Honestly, this is like us using a word that's cancelable and just saying like, yeah, we know they're real. Well, midgets is cancelable, and I'm pretty sure we've said that is several mid- times. Are midget is that okay, we're midgets really not supposed to say that. And I do feel some sort bad. Um, I feel bad. I don't feel bad. And they're I lost my conscience years ago. True. 
But no, I mean, I didn't realize midget was a bad word, I, but that makes sense. Well, I mean, sense. it wasn't until, I'm going to be honest, it wasn't <laughs> until, I don't know, maybe it always was. Maybe we just didn't listen to them. You think they would have said something? No, what I'm saying think? is, is like, maybe they've always been offended by that word, but we just, but I feel like it has been more in the last 10 or so years that it's become, you have to call them little people. Well, every word's become um, bad in the last 10 years. Hey, you want to hear a good sound? Love it. Mmm. Mmm. High quality. I like some I like bad words. Let's let's just talk about bad words. Okay, let's talk about bad words. Just kidding. All right. Um. So let me let me also make that sound. Yeah. Uh, if you're driving right now, just crack open a beer with us. Yeah. Um, um, honestly, road beers are the best. Uh, here's the deal. If second, you black only to out, shower beers. Oh, shower beers. Shower slap. beers are like vacation. It tastes different. There's something, well, I mean, it's probably because the shower water is getting mixed in with my beer just from where I sit it, but. What? What do you mean? You set it below the shower head? I don't sit it below the shower head, but I sit it to where, like, probably bits of water and maybe shampoo. I really? No. I definitely think you're doing you shower beer. Drink a little wrong. bit of. No. See, the thing you about drink shower... a little bit of shampoo every time you do a shower beer. That's the whole point of a shower beer. No, you. Okay. The thing about a shower beer. You get that nice high from a shampoo. You the thing about a shower beer is you're washing off the perpetual dread of having to work. Yeah. And what do you do shower beers in the morning? Well, I guess most people do. No, them. that would be funny though if I did shower yeah. before I went to work and had a shower beer. Honestly, work would probably be better but maybe slightly more frustrating. Um no, uh shower beers after work it cleanses you from the capitalistic just sludge and I think you're obviously doing it wrong. Um, I don't think I'm doing it wrong, but it's just different from how you do it. That's you know what I mean. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess. I don't everyone know. has their own tr- uh, rituals and traditions, and mine is just a little bit more chaotic. And yeah, you know who am I to that. say? So yeah, um, I have a couple other things that I want to like specify as far as just okay. like cool. Well, actually, one of them is like a lore, and then the other two are just really neat things that happen and and that we have in Appalachia. Uh, I could literally talk honestly about the Johnson Appalachia for a good two. We could make this a four parter, but I'm not going to do that to anybody. Don't do that. No one I'm wants to hear no four one wants parts. To hear a four, and in the middle two parts to be about giants, no way. So no. do some of your own research. This is it. You. This yeah, is it. One more episode. It. This is it. Uh, but the next one I want to talk about is Judicola Rock. All right. You ever heard of it? Never heard that at all. All right. So the Judicola Rock was a sacred site for the Cherokee Indians again. Of course. Uh, before the colonization of North America. And this, um, it's basically like this soapstone boulder. Um, it's in Western North Carolina. It's kind of near Asheville, actually. So uh, I was thinking about it. If we ever go back. We I mean, will. I'm sure. Yeah, I know we're going to go Surprised back. Surprised we haven't already. Yeah. <laughs> but next time you all go back, hopefully I'll go this time. And we need to find our way because it is very nearby all that we need to find our way here but um it's a soapstone boulder um and it is the cherokees believed that juacula or sukalu dracula yeah i know right yeah um there's actually a uh it's american it's, it's an old history channel like show you know a history channel nowadays just has they don't do history it's 100 percent cryptids and shit it and is Amer- ancient aliens and everything they know no one um, cares about our past Mm. They've moved well, on to bigger. They've realized that like history is depressing and it's way more fun. It's yeah to dwell on this stuff, and that's I fine. Agree. I actually I agree. I'm fine with it. 
I'm but anyway, it. History Channel has one. Uh, it's American Mountain Monsters, I think is what it's called, or something like that, or American or America Unearthed, or I'll I'll post it at some point. But they did an episode on this actually, and they've actually uh, made this really really cool like um, uh, model of Juocula that was mm-hmm. actually moved and everything. It was a practical effect. That's what I meant. To say. Oh wow! Okay. Very practical effect. And That's everything. cool, and it's a really neat um, effect. I will say for a shitty history channel documentary that probably no one ever watched uh, except for like those like really old people uh, there, there'll be 30 um, people who are really into that 30 yeah. people but that. honestly it is neat um I, I thought it looked really creepy and cool yeah but juocula was an ancient giant like creature that landed on the rock while jumping from one mountain to another and thus the rock bears his seven fingered handprint seven fingers interesting that's not too only many. is he a giant he got seven fingers Interesting. One extra. Mm. Well, you don't have... So think about it. You know, the things that we can do with five fingers, um, <clears throat> what would a seven-fingered being be able to do that we can't? I was making a joke about it's, the one extra. But anyway, yes. Uh, I got the I, I joke. Did, I, thought, I didn't know if you went... Okay. It has so, to be good. I, I'm not going to react to a bad joke. It wasn't great. I won't um, even acknowledge so, it. Okay, what could you do with seven fingers? Yeah. Open uh, two cans at once. He could play games. Play piano very well um i think uh, that's what connor's trying to emulate here uh, no he's, he's talking trying to about us. he's talking about oh video games yeah okay oh Not my god piano. i just said that oh video games okay original thought by me it's fine you know what um you know what whatever uh i don't think that he'd be better at Fortnite or anything i actually think that the fingers would get in his way i don't think they would yeah. I don't think they get in his way. I think he just used the... Sometimes my fingers get in my way. I only have five of them. Um, different discussion. I thought about getting rid of a couple. Well, which uh, one would you... Probably the one I have a tattoo on. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I really like this tattoo now. <laughs> uh, it's the one I, I get th- the most compliments on, which is weird. It's honestly cool. Um, But anyway, so there's a lingering folklore about ghost sounds being heard from around the rock at night. Uh, made spookier hmm. by the location of a cemetery just a few hundred feet away. Yeah. Um, there are two other engraved rocks that are said to be in the area. One was buried in a mining accident, and the other, perhaps, hmm. mayhaps, is also buried. Uh, in a limited dig, archaeologists found quarry tools nearby and have speculated that the soapstone rock could have been engraved around the time that soapstone bowls are dated to which is either between 3000 or 2000 BC or around 200 BC, which is a very big difference. Um, that's quite a gap. I don't like that they were like, you know what? Anywhere in this area, um, just sometime before Christ, um, <laughs> because he stopped all this weird stuff. He ruined everything. Made it all boring. Yeah. Um, sadly, uh, the rock is quickly eroding and evades study. Uh, there are several signs depicting the myth history uh, about the rock itself and the Cherokee peoples. Uh, the rock was actually donated to Jackson County, and they are trying to take steps to prevent the erosion and preserve the rock for viewing. Um, it is only open during daylight hours. Hmm. As you, you know, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, it is a, it is really neat. Like I said, Judicola, like, uh, he's basically this giant, and he was also a master of animals. Um, which I think we all are. I don't know how that works. Uh, do you consider us a yeah. master of animals, or do you consider mm. us? Because okay, we me, are. Maybe. We are animals. Okay, me, not you. You don't have any animals. I have Toby at least. I would. I would technically have three cats. 
I would not say that you are Toby's master. No, Toby is my master. Yeah. Toby is my buddy. He is my best friend. Um, I actually don't... Shout out, Toby? Shout out, Toby. He does Toby. listen. He does listen. Um, he's told me... He's actually very mean about it, but he's my biggest critic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he comes in and he shits on me when I'm playing. You've heard him. You've heard him anytime when we're playing we play, uh, Fortnite uh, or whatever. Yeah, anytime we play a game... Um, we're on our little Discord server. Pretty much at some point, Toby is going to be in the background just meowing as loud as he can because he comes into Beatty's room, if I'm not mistaken, to hang out, to eat. Then he immediately wants to leave. Yeah. Well, he doesn't... If I were to... So if I'm on my bed and I'm laid out or whatever, Toby wants to stay. Toby wants to stay because he will jump up in my lap and he'll let me... I'll let him... I'll pet him. He'll stay. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not paying attention to him, he gets real pissed off. Yeah, he doesn't he's like, like that. Ah, well, fine, I'm just going to leave if you're not going to pay attention to me. Yeah. And that's when he starts meowing like, it's incredible. He actually it's is loud. So, He's smart enough that he will, he knows how to echo his meow. So he will, <laughs> he will meow into a corner so that it actually echoes back towards me or whatever. I know. I know what he does. Um, I hear in fact, it. the last place I lived at, it was even worse of an echo. And he found the perfect spot to meow into yeah. uh, in the morning so he could get fed. <laughs> I'm really impressed by him on a daily basis. Evolution uh, right before our eyes. Yes. If Toby were to have children, they'd be loud. They would. Oh my God. That'd be like a Thurston, but worst. Are we going to breed your cat? No, he uh, is okay. fixed. Oh. Unfortunately, I didn't choose. Okay. He's unfortunately fixed and also um, has his front claws removed or whatever, which oh. I would have never done. Um, but yeah. I, there was a previous owner um, who so will not name names. That's not a. S- I don't know if she listened to this. Not a single owner cat. But, <laughs> I, she had him for like a year before. Did you check um, the cat facts on him? I checked the cat facts. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Thanks. Damn. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But yeah, she did get him fixed and all that stuff, which I mean, I probably would have gotten him fixed, I guess. I lo- you know, it is. We're not going to get into that. Anyway. Anyway. So uh, I wanted to add this to Judicola. Um, he apparently, the reason, so he still apparently lingers around the area guarding his hunting grounds uh, from his judgment seat, which is capitalized and never elaborated on. <laughs> Interesting. I'm terrified of the judgment seat. I am too. We'll be there one day. It's actually known today as Devil's Courthouse and is along the Blue Ridge Parkway. Also hmm. ominous. All that's ominous. That's very scary. I don't, you know, I don't. <laughs> uh, so we definitely need to visit there. Um, but yeah, he was supposed to be. So he was only over seven feet tall, which makes it even more impressive that he leapt from mountain to mountain. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a very neat rock. I've seen pictures of it. I want to visit it. Uh, we need to go there sometime. We'll go. In there we'll fit that into our uh, ferry. We'll see if we rock can. Uh, camping trip. Yes. We need to find. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to find mm-hmm. those fairy. Yeah, the fairy stones. The fairy rocks, dude. Fairy um, stones. So a couple other quick things. These are just little mentions that I want to go on. Um, not necessarily uh, their lore, their Appalachian lore, but they're not, you know, um, fairy lore, I guess. Yeah. I'd say. But they are. So we've got, um, A, I learned while researching all this about these giant trees of Appalachia that we used to have before logging really took, took effect in most of Appalachia and everything. There were some giant fucking trees with yeah. historic trees that live for you know thousands of years or whatever They're gone which now. i guess is kind of around most places and of course you still have them the redwoods and everything but there are a lot of people back then uh back in back in the olden days as they say 
The olden uh, days. I actually lived in these trees. These trees were so large they could hollow out the kind of the towards the bottom and everything and make little uh, kind of camps out of them. Right. I thought that was really neat to learn about. Um, I'd uh, recommend anybody interested to look that up. The giant trees of Appalachia and uh, look. There's pictures of the people that live in them and everything and all their like little homes and everything. Um, and then two other things. There are the in Bernheim forests. Yep. Point at me and again. Bur- I'll point at you again. Point at me again. Touch your finger. Okay. Nope. So in Bernheim Forest, there are the trolls, as I'm sure a lot of people have heard you know, that. Uh, like the dolls? Are... Yes. They actually made giant uh, troll dolls. Um, mm. They're very scary. And uh, some are... they come alive at night. No one's ever said that. I never liked the troll dolls. Nope. Their hair? I didn't like the hair. Uh, my sister had a lot of them when I was growing up. They're Neanderthals, um, right? And they're always naked. They are always naked. And I do think that they got into some mischievous things or whatever. I don't know. I didn't like them. I never... What's worse? Let me ask you this. What's worth? What's worth. worse? What's worth? Elf on the shelf or a troll doll? Uh, probably. I think troll dolls creep me out a little bit more. But I don't like elf on the shelf. I always thought you were going to go with Furbies. Because that was kind of our generation's ver- version of troll dolls, if you think about it. I, yeah. But I had a troll dolls can't talk. Yeah, but that, well, Furbies were AI. Furbies, I still wonder. Like they had their own language, and Butbin, as you're typing it in right now, I saw that. Stop that. Um. Oh, you looking up? What are you looking at? Up? Just an Furbies? early Furby commercial. Just, just to I familiarize. Wanna, you're freaking me out with this. So, yeah, Furbies are. I wanted a Furby really bad. I don't know why, and I did get one. Um, coincidentally, he kind of reminds me of Toby. I think I still have him. He's black and white. Um, and real fluffy. Well, that's quite sad. Uh, but. Yeah, so anyway. Kind of creeped me out. Yeah. Great. Oh, How to Kill a Furby, episode one. <laughs> wow. It's a series. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, All right. Furby, boom, yeah, versus Sledgehammer. Okay. Yeah. So, good. So, uh, and then after that, so that we got the Trolls and Burnham Forest, which was built by um, a man. Yep. God himself. Uh, a human being made these. Obviously. Somewhere. Obviously. I'm going to say that's I've pretty obvious. i lost my place in my notes. Man, I feel like towards the end, we unravel. Well, it, it unravels. Uh, Thomas Bambo. Dambo. Thomas Dambo. Bimbo? Thomas Bimbo. Yep. Thomas Dambo uh, made these huge troll sculptures in Burnham Forest, which are super dope. And also Burnham Forest, I don't remember what the deal is. So, not a uh, good place. I'm sure people are gonna, but there's mm-hmm. um, well, there's also like some like there's it's endangered somehow. Like I think there's some local laws or maybe state laws or maybe even federal laws that are certain passed that might endanger Burnham Forest. I've heard about like some save Burnham Forest things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know enough about it, and I feel bad for that. But um, maybe look yeah. it up and donate if it is a problem. I don't nah, know. I don't worry about it. Uh, but, <laughs> but Thomas oh, Dambo right, used, uh, he actually, I thought this is kind of neat. He used recycled wood from, uh, pallets, fallen trees, bourbon barrel staves, and scraps from the Louisville Slugger Museum and Factory to construct these giants, uh, trolls, which are just kind of like chilling. They're, yeah, they're, they're wild looking. Over. They're really neat looking. Uh, you know, we'll maybe throw up some of those pictures of them too on our Facebook. View. We might do that, honestly. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. Cause they're really neat. He, he built several of them. Um. Yeah, and they they are a, technically like a state sponsored 
like uh, installation, right? Yes, and I think it was partially built, if I'm not mistaken. And I maybe should be talking about my ass as I probably usually am. yeah. Actually, this entire podcast is recorded outside of my ass. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think he sort of built them to help preserve Burnham Forest because it's like okay, if we bring in more tourism, if we have something here that's art, maybe people won't. Maybe the whoever it is that is trying to destroy it, the evil mm-hmm. capitalism. Yeah. Uh, you know, won't Mr. Won't Capital. It, if we make it worth people coming to, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe make some money off of it. I don't know if they. I don't think it's probably. gonna work. Aren't we? Aren't me and you going there to deforest that pretty soon? Yeah, I was thinking. Um, I I got a new axe recently, and that we should go there and just chop it down as much as we can, and maybe at night um, they come to life. The trolls come to life, and that's I thought that was. We should out. also take them down. Um, maybe set them on fire. We might. I don't like the one. What's that one just lazing out there? Lazing? Uh, look at him. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah, I don't like him. Um, mm, yeah, not he's good. being lazy. He needs to be doing something. Honestly, All of them are just chilling. Yeah, they're honestly really dope. They're just straight vibing. Straight vibing. They are really cool looking. Um, yeah. So yeah, I want to shout out that because that's just as far as Appalachian culture goes. There's a lot. Of, like I said, with as far as a lot of trolls and giants and everything in this area um it's neat that he kind of shouted them out yeah and made some made some real ones that's honestly cool um but yeah uh and then the last the last little thing i want to shout out is this man by the name of ken aaron's back um cool guy he made these appalachian troll dolls which are really really cool they're made out of like a lot of uh natural materials found like nearby in appalachian woods uh, he's from Tennessee, but he made the first one in like 1959. And the reason I think this is really cool, um, shout out my roommate and cousin Seth. He has one, and they're really kind of creepy, but also really neat looking. Um, there's a whole bunch of different ones. Like, uh, I mean, he he made a whole bunch, and people bought these back in the day, and they're they're actually really. Uh, yeah, you showed them to me before we started recording. They're super dope. Um, you can still buy them. We'd I like think, to have one for the studio. Honestly, I think, uh, yeah, we should. Um, honestly, they're around. 45 to 50 to bucks. 50 I mean, we might to bucks. Like 50 to bucks. Hey, there's a fairy troll. Wow. Sorry, I had to get that one out of the way. Um, Jeez. There's a fairy troll. We should probably get that one. Um, it has wings. It's pretty dope. But yeah, uh, you can buy these online. But I just want to shout him out because it's really cool. Yeah. And it is um, kind of an Appalachian treasure that he, he made these out of entirely materials found in the woods of Appalachia. Yeah. Most of Tennessee. All right. Um, but oh, yeah, super dope. A, it, it's just pervasive. Anyway, the whole point of that was that it's pervasive around our culture. I don't know if it's brought over here from the Irish or whatever. Still like the fa- the rest of the faithful, but giants are a big deal. They're uh, they just are as a much big as, uh, deal. They are a no pun intended. Very, very much intended. pun intended. Big deal. But so right, that's what I've got. There's there's a lot more. I that's mean, what honestly, you've got. That's all. Well, okay. I really, actually, I thought that was really dope. Um, yeah. So that's Faithful Part Two. Uh, we have enjoyed talking about all of the mystical, magical stuff that encapsulates our area, and uh, we are going to hit you back with the Faithful Part Three. And uh, we've got a lot of information that's going to tie in some synchronicities that are kind of going on in our going on in our lives recently. Yes. And, and just tying it all together, that the stuff we've talked about, the uh, the hierarchy, like I said, of the the faith folk and then the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, capital T, capital K, T K. Yeah. Well, uh, 
yeah, I've like I said, I've really enjoyed this series. I think it's been really cool. Uh, a couple of things that we do have coming up here uh, pretty soon is obviously episode number three of the Fae Folk series. And I think pretty soon, I think I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to start us up Patreon. All right, finally. We, we, do, we mentioned it like three or four episodes back. Yep, we do have so. things that we want to get for the studio. We have uh, licensing and things we have to pay for. And uh, there's just a lot going on. We're trying to improve all the time as much as we can. You don't have to. A dollar. You don't have to. We won't be upset if you don't. We well, won't like keep track of it or. Like or I've said before, way. if you don't give, it tells us your name. Yeah. Your address. Uh, uh social. I can't uh, remember. We do have your social security numbers, and we will use them if we have to, to um, get the money that we need. If we have to, we want to avoid that. But I think I am going to start up a Patreon, guys. Literally a dollar a month, I'm sure, is going to be the threshold of entry. But uh, that's just a way to help support your local shitty podcast. Thanks, dudes. Thanks, dudes, so much. Well, this has been Faithful Part 2. We really appreciate you all listening. Give us some feedback. We really do appreciate you all listening. And we want to continue to improve our content and our sound, which I think has improved a little bit lately. Mostly credit to me, not Ryan. Mostly credit to Beatty. But guys, thanks so much for listening. This has been Lore20. Woo!